welcome to this week's Talking Cods Wallop. I am Gemma and I'm back, everybody. Indeed she is. Indeed yeah. she is. And I'm James. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here, uh, uh, which is a surprise, will become ever more uh, apparent why that's a surprising situation as this uh, this episode continues. Well, it's a surprise to me, everybody, as well. So there we go. We'll find mm. out in a moment. <laughs> it's It was funny because I was thinking the other day, because I listen to, obviously, a lot of different podcasts, and um, mm. there's so many of them that put so much time and effort into planning things and, you know, going through, like, almost doing sort of a scripted version of their podcast mm -hmm. in a way, you know, to make it really, really professional. It's like me and you turn on the microphone, we have no fucking clue what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there there is that element of surprise. I would say yeah. that there is a level of professionalism, honest, wink to the camera with ours. Yeah, but it's uh, it's one of those seat your pants let's see how it all goes sort of things yeah and it goes in the bin if it's crap but uh, to be honest not many go in the bin at all nowadays really because yeah we true we found our rhythm haven't we james so we yeah, have we good. have and we've <laughs> got a fingers crossed we've got a better sound set up through purchases i made and wonderful gifts and purchases you made so yeah yeah exactly and there's what and i should also say th a big thank you to clean feed as well so if clean feed ah. would like to sponsor the podcast and Ooh. actually allow us to you know have a free service completely so that we can like maybe record multiple people that would be amazing mm. <laughs> yes please clean feed you're very good but yes. it could be a little bit better if you helped us out yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, come on now. We're speaking to big numbers of people, you know. <laughs> mm, we are. For the future. We are. Yes, exactly. And um, I don't know if this is going to be a codswallop of yours, but uh, I, I hear that you've listened to a recent episode by uh, the Chronicles of Podcast. I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's, uh, no, it's, uh, I mean, I was going to, before, just how is your week going? Have you been up to anything interesting? All today? right. All right. Well, obviously that is a cod swallop, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, so no. No, no, no cod swallop from me. Go on. How are you doing? How are you oh, doing? Oh, okay. Um, yes, I am okay. Thank you and uh yeah i don't know really what's happened i mean i've done a, a quite a few things because it's been a couple of weeks mm. since the last time you and i actually recorded hasn't it mm -hmm. so yeah it has, it has um an unexpected journey to uh bristol that was mm -hmm. interesting yeah, yeah. yeah um can't sort of divulge information but you know there we go um yeah, so, but, you know, basically it was to go and get Graham's car. So, uh, mm -hmm. that was, uh, that was a fun trip. Uh, a very, very tiring trip as well, because it was like five hours of driving throughout the whole day. So, mm. um, that is quite a journey. Yeah. Yeah. To do in one day. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if I was ever to come up and see you, it would be, uh, probably six hours. So, that's how dedicated Ooh. I'd be to you, James. That's that's real dedication, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to find like a halfway point and rest and yeah. recuperate. Or just fly, I suppose, would be the easiest option. Well, yeah, but yeah. look at the price of... The, well, well, we can get on to discussions about flights <laughs> as things go on. But other than the, the car and things, you've been up to anything interesting? Not that I can think of. I know I've done a lot of mm. work-related things. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. 
to scroke. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I know I've done like a lot of work related things and, uh, you know, boring stuff really. So I don't think there's been anything happen, but as we go on, I probably will think about the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But as we're talking about me very quickly as well, um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to sort of let the salty tadpoles know as well that I am, I'm doing a journey of discovery at the moment um you know on a serious note i am uh i've decided to do a little bit of counseling because there's a few issues that i've got in the background that i kind of want to get myself sorted and be as happy as i sometimes pretend to be on this podcast but other time you know for the most part i'm not pretending because mm -hmm. i always get to speak to the lovely james mm -hmm. but um this is true yeah this exactly so if there's any weeks where I'm not on, then that is because, um, you know, I need to sort of focus on me for a little bit. But James mm -hmm. is obviously going to be covering me for the best part, aren't you? So I will do my best. Yes. I will do my absolute best to Friday. The usual wonderful service you would get from Gemma. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can only... Can't succeed you. I can only follow in your steps, or something of that ilk. Is the word I am looking for? Yes, exactly. So you need to pop your high heel shoes on. Not that I wear them, so don't worry, James. <laughs> <laughs> Stick on your bra. No, no, mm -hmm. um, no. But just to sort of like fill in any episodes because. Yes. We don't ever want to miss a week um, unless we already sort of scheduled it in, you know, kind of thing like we did a couple of weeks back. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, sometimes you just need to know, you, you need to find out about yourself, don't you? So mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing at the moment. But, uh, yeah, so I'm all right, but I just wanted to let people know that if in, in the case that I'm not on any episode, I mean, James could make up a story. Like we make up a story or we, it was me and Andy used to make up a story mm. saying that James had to deal with his glory hole business, but he's more than welcome to make up a story. But uh, that's the real reason I might not be on. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as you're doing the, 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 something that will help you, that's always a, a positive thing. That's always very good. Yeah. That's all we can ask for. Exactly. Because it's like, it's funny because I was speaking to, this was quite a while ago now, but I was speaking to um, somebody on Twitter and I apologize that I can't remember who the person was off the top of my head right now, but I was speaking to him and he said that he had a few issues like with mental health problems. And I said to him, well, have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about doing that? Have you thought about doing counseling? You know, I was giving him all these recommendations, obviously in a friendly way. I wasn't just listing them in the same way that I just did then. But then I, I sat back and I was like, why aren't I doing any of these things? You know? Mm. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what's going on right now. I'm on my little journey to see who, to find out good. who I am really. So good, good. Yeah. No, that will, that, that's <coughs> a good thing that you're doing. That's a good thing you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so I think that's pretty much me done. So, uh, <laughs> see you later, salty tadpoles. James will take over yeah. from the rest of the week. What <laughs> 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 episode should I say? Not week. <laughs> <laughs> uh well i i did something today i've never done before today uh, i decided yeah yeah something i've never done before i decided to do uh to go clay pigeon shooting oh okay I've never done before. And i've always wanted to do and you know i got all togged up and got the gun and stuff um 
and again, it's something I'm new to. Um, mm -hmm. And I watch other people doing it, and there's someone there who can train and help you. Uh, so I'm all ready, you know, I'm, re I'm excited, I'm ready to go. I get the gun, you know, the gun ready uh, to take my shot. If, if you know, protectors are on, uh, instructors there to help me, and we have a problem. They've run out of clay pigeons. Okay. Which, yeah, which is not what you want to happen. Not not when you're I going can't... to yeah, not when you're going to no. an event that's actually you know based on yeah. that said thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, not wanting to miss the opportunity to do this, uh, I said, I think I might be able to solve the problem. I think there's something we can use. So they said, okay, what what do you think you've got that you can use? So I know they needed something with a bit of weight, but you know that they could use. So I went to my car. Mm -hmm. And I, th I found the perfect thing. I rough, rough, you know, rummaged around and I found the complete picture, the albums 1991 to 2012 of Mr. Chesney Hawks. <laughs> the best <laughs> thing I could find. So, you know, put it in there, <laughs> fire it up, boom, gone. Don't know why I thought of, you know, taking out Mr. Hawks, you know, uh, you know, box set, but, you know, I there's mean... just some reason why i had to do it you know well, was it because um his surname is hawks is that maybe why it, it, i think it is that i think it's also the fact that i am clearly i want to be the one and only and take <laughs> out that box set <laughs> <laughs> so did you actually really do clay pigeon shooting or is that a fib that's a, that's a fair bit because okay. I wanted to bring in the fact if you don't know what's going on, Salty Tadpoles, uh, one of our, well, it's the Chronicles of Podcast had the yeah. wonderful Mr. Hawks on and yeah. I had sort of tongue in cheek posed a question to him, which was, we, when my hair gets longer, there is a similarity to his, his hairstyle and it gets sort of really longer on mine and I've had... I, my hairstyles have been that different over times. I have been called Chesney Hawks. I've been called Brad Picks. I've had really long hair like Brad Pitt. I've had spike hair like Brad Pitt. It's all happened on styles. But I asked the question, come on, you know, to, to Chesney Hawks, why don't you have your hair like you used to do? And you and I could create like a hair army together. <laughs> and he had the greatest... I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Because he, he was trying to be diplomatic. He was saying, well, you know, the age I'm, I, I can't really have hair like that. I'd look like... And look like it. And you could hear him thinking, I've got to give a diplomatic answer here now. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure I heard the same, um, the same answer there, really. Because I heard the words pleb. I think it was, or plonker, or yeah. and oh, he said that. No, you're yeah. right. But for a minute, I could see that he would kind of stopped, and he's thinking, "What do I respond with?" <laughs> but I, I hear it all differently to you guys because I just heard him say this: his six-year-old son has a haircut like he used to do, which clearly means if I gr keep growing my hair, I'm going to be down with the kids. So it's all okay <laughs> by me. <laughs> So basically a 16-year-old will be okay with you, but uh, a 50-year-old is not acceptable. Well, the, the other thing is, you know, Chesney was saying it's an age thing, but, you know, I'm 10 years younger than him, so <laughs> I'm all right. All I have to do is when I hit 50, I've got to change my hair. So. My no, favourite... Yeah, was just, sorry, go on. I was, I was just going to say my favourite part of that interview, literally hands down, my favourite part of that interview was his answer to this uh, question, but also the fact that, yeah, I think you just need to grow up, mate. 
<laughs> well, you know, what can I say? I'm just clinging to the hair while I've still got it. It's not. Yeah. There is. There are honestly points though when I've had it where it really did look once like his old hairstyle. It's yeah. longish now, but it's nowhere near that. But uh, yeah, I just I was got it seriously. I was laughing my head off listening to it, and uh, <laughs> I also obviously recognised that maybe he didn't hear the question properly because he's deaf from you know the screaming girls, which was yeah, your question. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that was my question, wasn't it? So um, yeah, I was like, how how is your hearing after hearing all those screaming girls? And that was quite a funny answer as well. So yeah, that's definite. I'd love to get Chesney Hawks onto this I would, podcast. I would. Yeah, I, I, I would love to talk to the guy. I've always found his work interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I also was tempted to set fire to my Nick Kershaw collection, but I thought, no, no, Nick's not done anything wrong. No, <laughs> <laughs> he only he only wrote the song. Yeah. <laughs> but no, is, oh god, it made it. me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it really made me laugh as well. And just um, for anybody who's listening that isn't on our social media as well, just to give Jamie and Tom, who are the creators of the Chronicles of Podcast, which in, you know, like in, we're all sort of laughing and joking here, which, you know, it's supposed to be because it's a comedy podcast, but they have some fantastic guests mm. on as well. And it is always really interesting. So either if you pop over to their YouTube channel, I mean, while you're over there, have a little, you know, look for Talking Cods Wallop as well. That that would be great. But um, yeah, you know, actually look up the Chronicles of Podcast, which mm -hmm. I will put the information in the description so that people can find it as well. And also, yeah, if you're on Podbean already and you have a look maybe at the ones the people that we are following you'll see the chronicles of podcast there so people can find them a lot easier and actually maybe subscribe if they fancy having a good old giggle uh three days a week so with us Absolutely. and two days yeah. with them so mm. Yeah. Uh, just just my final comment on Chesney Hawks. I want to yeah. know what his aging secret is because that guy looks incredibly good for 50. So <laughs> yeah, he I does. need him on for that. Not not he's not doing just because the the mutual wonderful hair we have. It's more just to find out what has he done <laughs> to stay so youthful. <laughs> I'll, but I'll throw one last thing in actually which is yeah. interesting. He was talking about in the interview that he played universities now concerned about people not knowing who he is mm -hmm. the year well the when i went to hull and i started at hull university if i'd been in there for their freshers ball so if i'd been like a year you know my if i'd started a year earlier mm -hmm. i could have attended say their freshers ball oh, or their end of year ball and who was playing was it mr yep. hawks it was mr hawks Oh, <laughs> I think he also played at my school as well, mm. which, um, but again, it was, um, you know, like I'd, I'd left the school by then. So I think it was like a couple of years later or whatever mm -hmm. after I'd left the school. But I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure though. So I might have to do a little bit of Googling, you know, and have a little look, but we'll, uh, we will maybe reach out to him and see if he does want to be on the podcast. But I think we'll let Jamie and Tom have the uh, limelight for a bit as well, just out of mm. courtesy, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, just so that, you know, we could, uh, you know, maybe still a little bit of the limelight, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We can't well, be too 
Too uh, too grabbing, as they say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But even if it doesn't happen for us, you still need to go over, like like I said, to the Chronicles of Podcast and, uh, yeah, just give them a follow and have a listen to their interview with him because it is just so funny. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And in, and in, and just also very interesting to learn yeah. about, all, you, you know, all his works, his life, and other things. So yeah, yeah. top guy, brilliant find, podcast. Yeah, find I know I out. Sell, yeah, no, I shouldn't sell the opposition, but yeah. Yeah, it's all right if um, one of the opposition actually listens to this podcast, though. It's all good. Excellent. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Jamie actually listens to us. It's all good. We're, that's why we're plugging. Good man, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> Otherwise, if he stopped listening, well, I'm going to have to take all that bit out. <laughs> and nobody will know what we've talked about. <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah, just utter silence for 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> um yeah i was gonna say something else as well but it's kind of gone out of my mind it's flown off just like chesney hawks <laughs> mm. so what else have you actually been up to apart from doing fake clay pigeon shooting fake clay pigeon shooting with <laughs> mr hawks uh uh record uh box set collection um not not masses of stuff, but I do have a story of where things have been, which is one of the things we're going to be discussing on the podcast, where things have been of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've not been doing a lot. I've uh, generally just been trying to keep everything together because I've had days I felt really, really rough. Yeah. Um, so it's been very odd on that front, very odd. So Yeah. COVID's getting closer and closer to me, da- uh, Dames. I was going to call you Dames for a second there. James. Okay. Yeah. Don't know who Dames is, but, you know, he must be my my evil twin that comes on. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> or the nice one. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, my, my uh, youngest niece has it at the moment, and oh, so dear. does her fella as well, so that's not great. Um, they've just come back from a holiday abroad, though, so that's mm-hmm. probably how they've got that, you know, from the aeroplane or whatever. Mm. Um, and also a woman at work has got it as well. So I was like, Ooh, oh no. Well, her son has, sorry. Um, but mm. he, he works at the same place. So, so yeah, fingers crossed. But on a, you know, for her on a plus side, she doesn't have to go into the office because, you know, mm. there's risk that she might have COVID. So yeah. I suppose it's win-win. <laughs> or Every win-win. cloud has a silver lining and all that. Yeah. You know me. I always like to see the, uh, Glasses half full kind of girl, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's get on to some codswallops because I have been dying to know about your codswallop. And yes. I want you to go first. <laughs> yeah, well, Mike, yeah. <clears throat> so, Mike, uh, is everybody sitting comfortably? I will begin. I am. My codswallop, my codswallop is, a, is one that goes the length and breadth of things. So, I had to travel uh to go to a funeral uh it was my great aunt so i had to travel out the country to do that mm-hmm. uh, and there's a whole gamut of things that happened with this so initially it was supposed to be me my uncle my uncle and aunt and my father were going the day before my dad rings he tested positive for covid oh. so that's him out the equation yeah um and he's just quickly great. is he feeling better now 
he is yes he's he's pretty much up he still has like a few little lingering things like a cough but he's pretty much up to full spec you know and, and okay yeah so Anthony uncle and me go n- no major issues we have to go from manchester airport no major issues going out um get to germany the whole process the funeral etc it goes as well as it can do Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was all right. So we're coming back uh, and get to Dusseldorf Airport, and we had a, I think, roughly about two-hour wait to get through to the baggage check, you know, where they scan your bags. Yeah. So we get through that, and we get into the, 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 the waiting area, and we go around there and whatnot, all that stuff anyway. So we get to our gate much later on in the day, and... Uh, well, it was the evening at that point, and they then, so we're all sat down waiting, then they moved us to another gate. Okay, so everyone gets up and moves to the other gate. So we're all sat waiting, and an hour passes. So we're waiting for an hour, and then the, you know, girl who's there, completely on her own, who I felt very sorry for, is on the desk and basically says, you know, you can now board the flight. So he gets, she apologizes. So we all board onto a flight, and it's, a pretty large Eurowings plane, mm-hmm. uh, and slightly different than what the ones we'd gone out on. So it's a, a bigger, different spec. You get on, and I'm chatting to the chap sat next to me, and we're saying there have been delays and all this. And he's saying, yeah, he's delays are prompt for him. He had to get back to his son who was unwell. And he went, he's looking at the app on the phone. Uh, I'd had mine turned off at that point, And he says, says the flight's been cancelled. And I'm like, and I'm assuming because we're on a much later flight in a different plane, it might relate to that. So I said, oh, maybe we'll get some money. And the, suddenly here, the stewardess pound me say, I've got some really bad news. And because she, she was stood really near me. And she says, uh, the flight's been cancelled. And she said, we were, the plane wasn't even supposed to be there. It was supposed to be going to Munich. So we get off the plane, get all our stuff off. Get into the terminal, and basically we ha- then have to go back through passport control. Mm-hmm. And it, passport control is now a bit of a faff due to issues from Brexit because instead of sort of going through normally being beeped, you end up queuing and having to get a visa stamp. So uh, we're all there waiting. There's no staff there at so all. Hold on. No, just to, just to interrupt. So, so you were sat on a plane. You actually physically on the plane. Yeah, we were sat on the plane. Yep. Yeah. And then you had to go back into the terminal. You yes. didn't necessarily need a visa because you were only actually hopefully going to no, be waiting you there have for. To do you have to do because you're going back into the country. You've technically been stamped as leaving the country. So you oh, have to get okay. another stamp to show you're going back into the country. I was going to say, because you never actually left the country in the nope. first place, though. Nope, but you, you've been stamped to so say you're leaving. Right. That was, again, one that, that was one of the first indicators of problem when you get, when we did go into Dusseldorf, you're queuing for a while because we have to get the stamp because of the Brexit kerfuffle, but that's mm-hmm. by the by. So we get, we, three after three quarters of an hour, the staff turned up and the, got us through we then went had to go down to get our bags but the problem at this point is no one had actually told you where your bags were coming off right so it's chaos mm-hmm. and people are all trying to find the bags and i was chatting i ended up chatting against the guy been sat near and he said he was actually gonna have to get a car and travel i can't remember what he said he was traveling to because he had to get back for his son who was ill so is he was he our, uk based yes okay yeah. so <clears throat> 
we managed to get our bags. But the problem is that we all we've been told is, uh, or the only information that got out from Eurowings was right. You have to book a hotel. Well, you have to get your bags with no information. You have to find a hotel, and you have to uh, take any costs for that and charge them back to Eurowings. So we tried to the hotel that's linked to the airport. No, no joy. No, because there was already we, people in there. Yeah, yeah. We then. My uncle managed to find a uh, tourist, inform- you know, the information desk who told us where to go for the Eurowings desk. Now, around this time, it's for about half ten at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything's pretty much, although it's a, what, what, what I'm noticing more in airports now is things seem to be closing. There's less of this 24-hour thing going on that there used to always be. And it was yeah. the same in Manchester. You, you went into Terminal 2 in Manchester and things were closing at half seven at night. And that would never, ever have happened before. No. Um, I can understand maybe like half past ten. But yeah, not half yeah. past seven. No. Yeah. Uh, but you get, well, normally most airports are 24 hour. There's always something open, but this seems to no longer be the case in this crazy COVID business pandemic craziness world. But yeah. we get to the, the, the ticket desk for Eurowings and there's the girl who was on the checking desk. Um, and it was a point I actually raised with the chappie who I've been sat next to how they just leave these people on their own. So there's her and the, one of the, man there uh, and they're just like representative people they are the lowest tier of this of the yeah. company they can't do anything they basically were telling us nope you've got to ring that ring up on your own phone find a hotel etc uh any meal any transport you can recharge to us and people understandably were having to go at them it's mm-hmm. not fair but they were snapping at them because this wasn't just our flight you have people who've been coming from paris uh, two businessmen there, they'd had their flights cancelled. So in the run of things, you know, I uh, was at, we were actually assisted by a fellow passenger who said um, you could try um, the Holiday Inn uh, because I'd tried the hotel at the airport. There's no mm-hmm. way you could get anything there. They couldn't recommend anything to us. I tried the main Holiday Inn. They didn't have anything because there was also, you love this, huge conferences going on throughout Dusseldorf, so everyone was booked up. Oh, for God's sake. Did you go on, like, booking.com or anything like that? No. What I did is I actually rang the Holiday Inn Express nearest to the the train station, and they had, like, two rooms left. So we got them at a humongous price. horrendous price was paid. we had to pay for them but we got them got taxis to get there and i think that was around about 11 o'clock at night we finally got there uh or just after but what they basically said is turn up at the desk at three o'clock in the morning and you'll be able to, <laughs> to why couldn't you just stay why couldn't you just stayed at the airport for those couple do, of hours do you want to sleep on an airport uh chair yeah, I but think not. No, not necessarily. But it's it's almost like what is what is the point? Because it's like from eleven o'clock at night until three in the morning. That's like what five hours. I, well, I'm doing quick math there, so that's probably yeah. wrong. But you know, it's still it's well, like hardly hardly worth paying yeah. lots of money for a hotel room. And I'm not I'm not saying this to you. I'm meaning more towards hmm. the the hotel, you know, the the airline. Really, you know, why are they saying get back at 3 a.m. in the morning? 
Yeah, well, what should oh. happen in all circumstances is they have a right as a customer. They should not have done any of this. They should have said, right, we will put you up in a hotel. You can go to this hotel. We'll here is some money for food. Yeah. Um, we'll cover costs. But that didn't happen. So mm-hmm. you've got to deal with the hand you, you've been dealt with. So got to the hotel. I actually spoke to my father who was basically just as unimpressed as we were. Anyway, so about half one in the morning, um, my knock on the door and I was awake anyway my aunt and uncle had had an email that said "You, this is the option we will offer to resolve the problem which is on Saturday and this was a Wednesday we will send you to Frankfurt via train and then from Frankfurt airport you can take a plane to Manchester but I didn't get any of this because there was a problem with my email which I told Eurowings about about three times which yeah. they not rectified but what they did do was they managed to rectify enough to keep telling me my flight had been cancelled via the correct email. But anyway, so my aunt and uncle decided to book it, um, but we didn't do the 3am thing. We got up around 5, we had breakfast, which was pretty good, went to the airport. So I think we got to the airport around about 7-ish, shall we say. Okay. Went to the desk and... There wasn't a massive queue, but we went to the ticket desk and basically laid out the problem. I Because the other thing I haven't mentioned that I had an issue with is I was running out of my thyroxin, um, which, okay. you know, I need to keep running, to keep going. Yeah. My uncle has health problems as well. So I was honest, I laid it out and said, we've both got health issues, we need to get back to the UK. So to his credit, this guy was really good. He went, right, I'll see what I can do. And he was also mentioned he had to cancel the setup thing that had been booked my booked by my aunt and uncle, which he cancelled. Mm-hmm. So he put me on a flight from Dusseldorf to Zurich, from Zurich to Manchester, but all he could offer my aunt and uncle was a flight from Dusseldorf to Munich, from Munich to Birmingham, which in itself creates a problem because their car's at Manchester Airport. Oh, no. Stay with me here, everyone. Okay. What's the other problem we've got in the UK? Trains are on strike. That's that was something that I regret, but you know, no, I I was going to say that I regrettably sort of told you I didn't say the word very well then, but you know, um, I was sort of like, oh, shall I tell him about the train strike? <laughs> and, you, and I was like, well, I better have just don't in case. Worry. <laughs> yeah, I figured you knew already, but you know, I thought I better let you know just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so we ran with the options we had. We they go to their desk to do their stuff. You know where you put your bags in and everything and you get your ticket. And I went to mine, and but the problem I experienced there is the Eurowings lady couldn't get my passport to go through properly. And I just, so in the end, I just said, right, can I, can you just turn the monitor to me? So she turned the monitor to me and somehow I managed to, I said, you want to click this, this and this, and it worked. It somehow accepted, it was something weird on the passport that you wouldn't accept the country of origin. <laughs> but we got it to work. So you were an IT through. expert as well yeah. then? Yeah. Yeah, I am my own IT expert. <laughs> so then we queued for about, was it two and a half hours, two hours to get through security again, you know, where they scan your bags, but we got through that, and I chatted to people in the queue and stuff. Um, so to, long story short, my uncle and aunt, they managed to get their flight, uh, get on their flight going to Munich. Great. It goes on time. No problems. I'm left alone wandering around the airport. So I go to what I lovingly now call the holding pen, i.e. the gate for going to Zurich. And I'm like, okay, you know, a bit quiet, but you know, mainly businessmen because going to Zurich. 
girl comes along and nothing's coming from the screen for a while to it's the Zurich flight. And then it pops up and then she suddenly goes, I regret to inform you the flight's delayed. Now, I'm going to embarrass my heart sunk at this point because I'm thinking this seems really familiar to yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So took a deep breath and I thought, right, I'll just bring my father to tell him what's going on and you can get on the Wi-Fi at Dusseldorf Airport, but it was a bit crap and we couldn't hear each other properly. But to my dad's credit, where he's very good in these situations because what I always say happens with my dad is his old chief exec brain kicks in mm-hmm. and he goes incredibly calm, incredibly methodical and literally will just go, well, here's your problem and give solutions because he's on his computer checking stuff. So he said, right, if it doesn't work out, you'll probably have to fly to Paris. You can fly to Paris from there. If you get stuck at Zurich, uh, Lufthansa, who own all the, you know, all the shebang of Eurowings and all the other flights, will have to offer you something else because there's a concern I could miss my connecting flight. Yeah. With yeah. me so far, everybody? Yes. Gra- grab a hold. So I have got questions, though, so we may have to yeah. go back, circle back around to a few questions, but yes, carry on. <laughs> so the, 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 the uh, reception is terrible on the old internet thing, so I wander off to go back to the, the gate, and strangely, <laughs> I get a really good reception. I just, have to inter- I just have to interrupt one second here. The whole internet thingy, um, everybody, that is the magical world of... Wi-Fi. Okay, everybody, yes. just so that everybody knows what that word is. <laughs> it is. It's the magic Wi-Fi created yeah. by... The uh, internet webby webby webby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the Wi-Fi was a terrible signal, but you go through and um, it suddenly got better at the gate. It must be the position of where that is, near the edge of the, the terminal. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing telling you what's going on. The screen just shows you the flight's still happening. There's no announcement or anything. And then, so, and I'm on the phone to my dad because I said, I've got a good signal. So you went, right, well, you know, let's find out what's going on. And I'm chatting to these American businessmen and other people who are there. And suddenly the, another person turns up and says, uh, the Paris flight's come in, which is the one we'd be on, strangely. Um, you'll be on in 15 minutes. So I was like, okay, looks well, so like we've got some movement. I'd speak to you in a bit. Um, but what gets interesting is it still caused me a problem. It gives me like a 20-minute window to get through Zurich Airport. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we get on the flight from to Zurich. Very nice flight. Got to give them marks on this because I was on a, a far more superior plane than I would have been. Get to Zurich. Thankfully, I've only got hand luggage because I put in the, the big stuff in the hold. I am running through Zurich Airport which is a shame because I would have loved to have seen Zurich Airport. It's a very nice airport. It's got uh, an Omega dealers in there. It's got a Rolex dealers. It's got nice high-end clothing shops and other things. So I would have liked to have had a, to have a look and done a bit of shopping. Okay, well, we'll raise... Case. Uh, well, we'll start a GoFundMe so that you can go back to Zurich yeah. Please do. Please do. Start that GoFundMe now. Uh, <laughs> you know... Uh, but the, the annoying thing is that, yeah, you know yeah. that if I'd taken a minute, because I did look in like the, the Omega dealers, I was like, just I'm running past it. I thought, yeah, but if I wait, something will go wrong. Yeah. So I'm running along, because I have really no idea where I'm going apart from gate D. I don't know the exact area it's going to be or area D. So I'm like running anyway. I see a screen, so I, I've got a rough idea where I'm going, but it's like right on the other side of the airport, and 
it's also then downstairs. So I run down the stairs. Thankfully, I didn't fall over. I've got to go through security doors, and you get to the passport control. Okay. Now, thankfully, it wasn't busy, uh, but I'm there waiting, slightly out of breath, but I'm okay. Anyway, I get to passport control, and this is funny. So I put my passport in front of them, and it gets to the visa stamp section, and the woman had the strangest look on her face ever of like, what? Really? What? Because if you think about it, I my passport, the stamps in it, yeah. look like the sort of thing a criminal or a drug dealer is going to have because it's you've gone into the country, you've gone out the country, and then you've gone straight back into the country on the same stamp date. Yeah. So she's really looking at this with some like, what? Anyway, she stamps it. I have to run through. I had to run past an old woman who was slowing me down, <laughs> down <laughs> further steps, <laughs> running along, running along, and I get to the correct area. And I was pretty out of breath and a bit sweaty at that point. And I just said to this guy, is this the Manchester flight? Yeah. Anyway, so get on to the I thought you were going to say, have, you, the, got, have yeah. you got any deodorant? <laughs> I, I, to be fair, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. It wasn't that sweaty, but. I did at least get a chance to go to the loo and like wash my hands, splash a bit of water in my face, etc. Yeah. Uh, but the flight itself was delayed by 55 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I could have, I could have actually had a look round stuff. Um, cause the, 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 like they queued you on to do like a weird ticket thing where they, they check your ticket first and got you on. But I've got to be yeah. honest, we were on a Swiss air flight. They're great. They're wonderful. Really nice. Give you nice free chocolate. I mean, it is Swiss, so you get the nice chocolate. Yeah. Get some water. You know, it's great on that respect. It's a very nice plane. We get in to Manchester. Um, and to be fair, we must have had a good tailwind um, that got us there because we got there in a reasonably good amount of time. And I've been lucky enough that Lyndon of last week's episode yep. uh, gave me a lift because I'd text him asking for help. Bit of a queue again to get through passport control, but got through, got the bags, etc. And I got a text off my, my uncle who said, uh, we've literally just touched down now when I got to Manchester. And he was having to take a taxi, he and his wife, from Birmingham to Manchester. <gasps> God, that must have cost a fortune. It will not have been cheap. No. Lyndon turns up, he rings me up, says, I'm here. The story will come to end in a minute, I promise. That's okay. I, like I said, I've got questions. Yeah, I've yeah, got any questions. Any questions can be asked. Salty Tadpoles can also ask questions as well. <laughs> They've uh, probably heard this episode yeah. before I've even recorded, uh, released it. But yeah. <laughs> so we, we, uh, you know, Lyndon saying he's coming to collect me. He ended up managing him to pull over. Uh, instead of going to the short stake car park, he managed to pull over on a bit of road and I jumped in through the bagging. Where I was look, where we were lucky we did that is the queues created to get into the car park were unbelievable. And that was like in a five minute window, but the chaos had subsided. I, Lyndon took me back to Skipton. All was well. <laughs> Apart from. Oh, the yay. Next day, the next day, I get a text off Ian, my uncle. He's okay. got COVID. Oh, no. And then the next day, I get a text off him saying that his wife, Christine, has got COVID. I'm still okay. Yeah. So I can only assume they got into the Munich or the Birmingham flight. And we were all so safety conscious. But it's crazy. It's all crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
that's absolutely insane and obviously sorry to hear that your auntie and uncle have got covid now as well but i bet your dad was um kind of thankful that he got covid in some ways <laughs> uh, probably because it kept the stress of all the travel uh from him yeah i think he probably would have been but it was <laughs> yeah. like it was it took 24 hours yeah because the time i landed in the uk was the time i think i was supposed to have landed originally so it's a 24-hour window but the one of the worst things is the people who were at the ticket desk i heard other people who had their flights cancelled were being told um you've got to pay an extra 150 euros you've got to pay an extra 90 euros and if you can't afford it no you're screwed you ask i don't know what you'd do but no but we got there it was an experience we've still not got the, the money back yet which uh, i've had some lovely assistance from yourself uh, and other people retweeting because mm -hmm. there's various problems with that but we'll see if that gets resolved um any questions <laughs> yes yes i've been i have been sitting here rather patiently i'm not gonna mm -hmm. lie <laughs> just save the audio a second so that we don't lose any of that um okay. no i will did they tell you the reason why the first plane was cancelled? Because obviously, if you were all sat on there, why couldn't you have just taken off? I don't understand. <laughs> I can't honestly remember if they told us that time. I know they said the delays for um, the flights, I think either going to Zurich or coming from Zurich, were to do with baggage issues, you know, the baggage handlers. Mm. Excuse <laughs> me, the baggage handlers being the problem. Yeah, well, they could have just mailed the bloody baggage, couldn't they? they could well, have just... yes, yeah. yes. You think that there are other options, but clearly, hey, at least we got the baggage. I've heard of other people who've lost all the, the luggage, so. Oh, God. I mean, that yeah, that could be a hell of a lot worse. Um, and what was the other question? Uh, God, there was another one that I was going to say, but I've forgotten it now. But, uh, but yeah, but I think it was more that I was baffled about why if you're sat on a plane that you can't just, you know, like sit there for another 30 minutes just to wait for the rest of the luggage to be packed and then be like, OK, yeah, everyone, it, let's go now. It, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't a strike because they said it wasn't a strike. I think it was something to do with uh, my understanding from what I can remember hearing was it was staffing levels. That's all we were told. Oh, okay. Um, so somebody somebody got levels. COVID, basically. There's a couple of people that were off with COVID and they didn't have enough people God to uh, deal with it. So. God knows. But what I do know is that Eurowings were cancelling flights uh, when you look to things just left and right and centre. Oh, I God. mean, just mass cancellation of flights. And it's... it. I'm more... I feel I do feel sorry for that because people didn't understand this. Few, you know, the few people I've mentioned this to, yeah. some of them are like, why do you feel sorry for the staff? And I'm like, because the staff, it's literally the frontline staff. Yeah. They have no control over this and they've just been wheeled out to take the abuse off people. Because I know the girl who's on the Zurich desk, I went back, I was very pleasant to her. I didn't get angry because I know it would get me nowhere. Yeah. But I know when I went back to see her the second time, because I did say to her, is there anyone I can talk to? Is this definitely going to go ahead? Is there anyone above you I can talk to? Medically, I got to get back there. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I, and she said, no, I'm sorry, there's not. I'm like, okay, fair enough. But when I went back in, she looked pretty, I don't know if someone had had a go, she looked a bit sort of tearful, but yeah, these Aww. poor buggers, they're, just, they're, they're stuck on the front line taking the grief and there's nothing they can do. Yeah. So. No, I can, I can under, I can completely understand and see where you're coming from with, um, with mm -hmm. that. Because I would also feel very sympathetic for the, uh, for the people yeah. on the front desk as well, because like I've been, you know, like, 
I've well, it's not in an airline, but you know, like I've been a hotel receptionist, so I've been frontline before, you know, and it's it's yeah. never the person mm-hmm. you're talking to's fault, but no. you have to take the brunt of it because there isn't anybody else who's gonna do what yeah. you know you're saying. So, yeah, that person probably was bloody exhausted. Um, yeah. sick of saying the same thing, but knew that she couldn't be like that. You know, she had to pretend that it was the first time she was saying the information to the mm-hmm. hundredth person, you know, and yeah, that's, that's horrible. I wouldn't want that job. Um, no, but at the same no, time, I, mean, I definitely wouldn't want that trip either. <laughs> so, no, you know, I, mean, I feel I, sorry for you too. I, yeah. <laughs> I've been frontline and I, when somebody was once having a go at me, I said, look, I have no control of this. I don't make the decision. And they said, yeah, but the problem is you're the face of the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. You are the face of it. So mm-hmm. I, I take my half to the, the, the frontline staff because it must be awful. Um, yeah. I'd like, but I'd like my money back and more because yeah. I'm owed quite a lot of money because the problem you get on the refund is they say, well, tick this box because you're entitled to this amount of money, but you must waiver all uh, further, you know, financial remuneration. I'm like, that is, that is not being ticked. That is not the case. Hence why I ended up getting on Twitter because there's mm-hmm. just been no response to anything. So I'm going to give them probably until Thursday. Yeah, and then I'll be back on to them. So, yeah, definitely don't let on uh, let up on it. Um, an organisation like that, they can definitely afford to um, give you the compensation that you deserve. And even if they can't afford it, fuck them. Well, yeah, well they should be dealing with it. They they literally have taken customer service and mm-hmm. just thrown it out the window uh, for all. And it's not just us. Yeah. It's the situation. The worst situation is this. Can you imagine if you have gone out and you basically thought, right, okay, so I've spent my money on holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get on my flight. I'll go home. That's it. I have no other access to funds. What do you do? Well, yeah, you, exactly. You, you're screwed. Yeah. You're I mean, scre- to be honest, it would probably be me in that scenario. You know what I mean? Um, so I tend to, you know, budget for what I need rather than anything extra. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, um, I may actually change that viewpoint now and mm-hmm. actually start budgeting for extra well, things the, that might happen. Um, but, yeah. So anyway, James, so it sounds like you had a fun trip. <laughs> so. it, it, well, it, it was. I mean, it, yes, it, it's an experience, and I knew that would have a wonderful uh, codswallop, so to speak, to yeah. put on uh, the episodes. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's uh, it's taken up about half an hour's worth of episodes, yeah. so it's uh, pretty good going. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just trying to think if I have any codswallop, because I didn't. But until you can't beat that. <laughs> No, I can't. Mine are pretty pathetic, actually. Um, well, actually, one of them was really annoying. There was this one okay. guy who, you know, like the kids' scooters that you get? Yes. Yeah, the little, it's got a handlebar and it's just like a bar and you've got two wheels on it. Anyway, so this guy decided on a 40-mile-an-hour road, um, oh, sorry, God. just after a roundabout, shall I say, to come off the roundabout wheeling on this thing while crouched down now i don't know if he was drunk i am assuming he was drunk but i you know like he was sort of going alongside my car basically Mm -hmm. and i was just like are you fucking kidding me what are you doing that's the most dangerous thing ever if i had just accidentally swerved swerved slightly Mm. i would have knocked him off 
You know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If he'd been hit by a car, I would honestly be questioning whose fault it is because he should not have been there at all. What no. he was clearly just God, that's a level of stupidity. It fact, is Darwin Awards. Darwin, Darwin Awards. Awards. Definitely, you're definitely right there. But I think it it wasn't the fact that he was on it and riding it like a normal person. He was crouched down like. His yeah. head was below the handlebars. Yeah, moron. It's an absolute moron. Moron. And I just yeah. opened my window and went, you twat. Mm. <laughs> so you're a bit different. I would have asked the question, like, what is wrong with you? And probably thrown some expletives in there as well. <laughs> well, I mean, I just called him a twat. So, you know, yeah. that was that was it. I was just like, twat. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the most idiotic thing that I've, possibly seen in the last sort of two weeks or so ever or whatever sorry but um and my other cod's wallet was is that i got a parking fine a parking eye has got me again oh dear but this time i'm uh appealing against it because okay. i was driving and i had a bit of a funny term with my diabetes mm-hmm. and uh i was feeling quite rough so i literally just pulled over to um mm get some food and, uh, you know, because I hadn't eaten sort of thing, get some food mm-hmm. and actually, you know, just calm myself down because it was, it was getting a little bit bad. Um, yes. My hear if my hearing starts buzzing mm-hmm. when I'm having like a hypo, I know that it's kind of like I really need to like either pull over or I need to sort myself out quick because that's like right. the stage just before you could like collapse or whatever. Wow. Um, yeah. So... And touch wood has never happened. So, you know, fingers crossed. But yeah, I've actually gone back to them and I've actually appealed it and said that, you know, okay, this was me and this absolutely was me. I didn't see the signs because of the panic that I was going through at the mm-hmm. time. As this was a medical emergency, yeah. you know, are you happy to sort of Those waver it? Words, but yep. but I haven't heard, I haven't heard back from them yet, but that was only like a couple of days ago. But uh, it did say it can take up to 35 days mm-hmm. to you know look into or whatever so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so i'm trying to not have to pay that one i you know i'd rather not i i even wrote you know i understand the importance of paying for car parking spaces and i also do understand that people abuse this but under these circumstances it was a genuine medical emergency so you know and it to be honest i didn't even like i said i didn't even see the signs and when i went in or went out um, you know, because I was just so relieved when I went out that I'd, you know, managed to catch myself and, you know, I wasn't sort of suffering anymore. But who knows? Who knows? To be fair, the most important thing is even if you don't, you know, even if you have to pay it, at least you're all right. At least nothing went wrong. So Yeah. Yeah. It's just 60 quid. I'd rather not pay if that's, you know, no. possible. Understandable. But. but let's be honest, it is better than the other options. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. It is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I think that's pretty much it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's pretty much it. There's probably other stuff, but it can wait for another episode. Yeah. You know, I, I win this episode on Cod's Wallop. I you win. do. <laughs> You're the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to be the king of the mountain on this one, but. It appears I am. Yeah, I am no, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, what a story to tell. So yeah. I think that's, you know, that's the best part. I mean, should we even bother having a story of the week or should we just leave that until next week? 
I think we could leave it to next week. I think it's been that. I think that it has been that eventful. And what I would say, Salty Tadpoles, if you do have any questions or suggestions about the resolving the situation or just about how things went down, please do feel free to reach out and ask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, we are on social media, so it's at Codswallet Pod. So it's just the name of the. Um, you know, the podcast, obviously. <laughs> um, but obviously I run certain accounts. Uh, James is on our Facebook account, but you know, still he'll get the message because I'll copy him in if, uh, mm-hmm. if somebody is directing a message to him or whatever. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get in touch. And, um, I, I've got a little plea as well that I don't know if any, cause obviously recently we have had quite a few more, Salty Tadpoles listening, which is still mm-hmm. blowing my mind, you know, that we're getting lots of people and it's it, it makes me emotional sometimes when I look at it because I go, oh, it feels like we're actually doing, you know, like I know I, I don't want to say stuff w- with um, sort of giving the impression that we don't appreciate the people that have been here since day one because we, like especially me, I 100% do. But it's the fact that we've got so many more listeners now that I mm. feel like we are actually on the right path, if you know what I mean. And we're sort of, we're getting there, if you know what I mean. And we're getting like maybe the appreciation that we've had before uh, or should have had. You're having your Sally Field moment. I, you, the I you love me. You love me. You really <laughs> love me. <laughs> I didn't think it would ever happen. No, no, yeah. It's on a serious note though. But um, if any of you new people are on Podbean, uh, and sorry, not on Podbean, the new people that are on Podbean, because obviously that's been where we've had a lot of followers. If any of you, and of course, any of the older uh, Salty Tadpoles, you know, the OG Salty Tadpoles have got, a, um, have either got YouTube and you fancy going and following us on YouTube at Talking Cods Wallop podcast that would be amazing because you know we need to start boosting our numbers we're doing really well on um on twitter and facebook Mm -hmm. you know we're getting quite a lot of activity there but with regards to like youtube and instagram we're kind of falling down a little bit aren't we because it's um I don't understand Instagram. I I know we got to just put a picture up and you do stuff, but no, I don't understand it. And YouTube, I'm really, really clueless about. So if anyone fancies going over there and like maybe subscribing to the podcast, that would be absolutely fantastic. Just gave a thumbs up to a blank screen. (laughs) And the other thing as well, that you know, a bit of a cheeky ask as well, that if any of you have like an iTunes account and you fancy popping on and giving us uh well if you want to give us a five star review that would be incredible I've just given you two thumbs up now and even James can't see it um and you know like a text review that would also be absolutely amazing as well so it just helps to kind of show people that we're here if you know what I mean Mm. so um at the same time, though, if you just want to sit here and you want to listen to us and you don't want to participate and you don't want to do all the things I just asked you to do, then that's fine, too. I'm not mm-hmm. not demanding. I'm just requesting. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all good. I'm demanding. She's requesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. will do this. You will. You know you'll feel better about yourself. You <laughs> will do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. 
do it. <laughs> no, absolutely. So in that case, then, James, I think that we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. What do you think? Well, you have. I think we have. Yeah, I definitely have. I definitely have. Got to rest those golden vocal cords. <laughs> you certainly do. You certainly do. Well, in that case, then, uh, like I've just said, I think that we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. I've been James. And bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.